Oh. I, it still gets me. This music. Why? God, I gotta figure this out. This fucking song. Like, does everyone have a song like that? I mean, they hear it and they just feel good. Especially on a Thursday night. Well, it's Thursday and episode 5 of the Save It For The Show show with me, Dan. And it's been a very, a very good week. Uh, I, I've been working hard at night, got some progress on my site. I got uh, kind of like a thing going on for how I'm going to post these, and it's good. I also have a Twitter account now, and I talked about that last time. What am I talking about? So hit me up on Sift Show at Twitter, and. I would love to talk to you. In fact, I got tweeted at by somebody, and it's a listener of mine. His name is uh, Cobra Kyle. I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. And he had a question for me. His question is, if I could travel to any time period, what would it be? Great question, Cobra Kyle. I, oh God. I really don't know. Hmm. Maybe, does everyone say like medieval times? That's probably fucking awful. I mean, with the way people were treated, when it was like, the more bigger of a monster and a raper you were, the more powerful you were, and the more lands you got to rule, and then if you were a thinker, um, what the fuck did you do? Invent things? That ultimately led the war. Awful question, Cobra Kyle. Thanks for making my first listener interaction uh, a turd. I'm just kidding. Um, you're the best. So thanks for doing that. I'm going to have... Kyle and I were talking yesterday. We had a funny idea that one of these nights when he's at the bar or somewhere fun, I'll call him on the show. And I'm sure he'll have a couple pops in him and be a little lubricated. And we can chat and it'll be fun. I mean, hell, I would love to do that with... A multitude of people, but anyways, like I was saying, it was a good week. Today's Thursday. Thursday, Thursday's a good day, right? I mean, I don't know. Tomorrow's Friday. It's like Friday Eve. That's the new name for Thursday, Friday Eve, because really, it has so much good vibes to me. I mean, to me, a lot of what I anticipate about when I'm doing something is like thinking about it. It, when is it happening? What are we doing this weekend? And then once Friday comes, it's, it sort of happens. But Thursday, there's still so much like wonder. And you sort of like, whew, shook off the whole week. You worked hard. Thursday, for me, I think tends to be my hardest working day, too. It's like you spend all weekend forgetting how to work. And your routine changes. You have fun. You drink. You hopefully have sex. You know, you, you do fun stuff. And then come Monday, it's like, er record scratch and I need to get a soundboard that would have been a perfect time for a drop and you're back to work and it's like fuck now I gotta be a normal human again and you know brush my teeth and I can't drink well I guess you can drink but I try not to drink during the week and it's just back to the grind of putting on the, the smiley face and working hard but Thursday Thursday, it's like that fucking gold star just starts to shine hard, and it's nice. Um, so yeah, so Thursday feels good. So that's why I think I've chosen Thursday night to be the night I'm going to record these, 
and then edit it. And I'll probably even post it Thursday night, but then on Friday, I'll kind of say, hey, it's Friday. You know, you're not really working hard anyways. Let's spend 20 minutes with me, Dan the Beast, on Save It For The Show. And let me, let me send you out to the weekend. as my radio voice. So anyways, it was a good week. I, I worked hard. I've been playing a new iPhone game, which I am a bit of a gamer, and I imagine that'll surface at some point in this thing. But I really am in, into my iPhone lately, and I've been really into these sort of... I hate when people say it's like words with friends, but like chess, because immediately you think, oh, it has letters? Like, that's the worst fucking analogy for any of these games because that'd be like saying, oh, this piece of chocolate is like shit, only because it's brown. I mean, it has nothing to do with words. All it has to do with, it's turn-based. Like, why can't we, the world, just learn a term? It's (laughs) turn-based. It's turn-based. It's not real-time strategy. It's a turn-based strategy game. Anyways, I've been trying to talk to people about it, and I realized... It's impossible to tell somebody about something new at this point. Like, everyone is so cynical. And have you ever tried to show someone something on your iPhone or Android where you're like, hey, check this app out? And they kind of huddle over. And now you've been playing with this app for probably a week. You know it. It's your friend. You have a ritual around it. Especially me as a game. You take a shit. You pull it out. You play a game. You get in bed. It's part of your thing. Like, you know this screen. And I think that's a really good user test where then you just get in front of them and you're like, all right, check this out. And you just, their eyes glass over. It's impossible to ever show anything cool to somebody. I mean, unless it's like a fucking Instagram or something that's so visual and simple. But this game's difficult. You get, it's got classes and grids and the, the, try to explain the turn-based thing. And then God forbid you say it's like words with friends because immediately their mind goes crazy it's very difficult. I think the same thing also goes for TV shows. Like, I started watching Workaholics, and I got to be careful because it's sort of becoming on the brink of an independent band, which is stupid. It's on Comedy Central. I mean, any fucking person can watch it. But I felt like it was sort of my thing, my gem, and now it's in its third season. It's obviously getting popular, but it's still really funny. So it hasn't met this, like, always sunny, critical mass where there's too much pressure and they obviously kind of succumb to it. I think it's just enough people aren't watching it that they can still be fucking weird. Doesn't that suck? You work so hard to become popular and then once you do become popular, your popularity is what ultimately fucks you up. But anyways, so I thought for shows it's the same thing. I tried to tell my wife, look, it's the funniest fucking show. I adore it. It's these guys, they're like 30 like me, their sense of humor is the same. I mean, they're talking about Nicktoons and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is a show that is not written for 18-year-olds. They can have their Rob's Deer Dicks fun house, which is... I can watch the internet by myself at my house. I don't need to watch internet videos on MTV and watch Justin Bieber laugh at them. Like, how that's even a show makes me feel like such an old man, but at the same time, I feel like when I was 18, I wouldn't have found that funny either. But anyways, and that guy's obviously talented. The guy's got 10 goddamn shows. He's he's a businessman, but he's not a comedian. Anyways, so Workaholics, I tried to get my wife to watch it. And of course, the episode I had her watch was awful. It wasn't that it was awful, but it definitely wasn't the best. And it made me think, God damn it, 
How often does that happen where you talk something up so highly? I think the only time that's ever happened for me is Breaking Bad. It's the only show that I've said, James, my parents, like all my friends, like anyone that I get to watch that show adores it. Just adores it. I don't think any other show kind of has that pull, except for probably Sopranos. And But comedy's different. Comedy's tricky. Everyone has different tastes. But, you know, that's that. So, anyways, the really reason that I'm really excited for this show tonight is I have my first guest. So, again, it, it took me a minute to sort of get my situation together, but I'm really happy my first guest is my good buddy, Ben, who... I've been friends with for a long time. He's the guy I mentioned that's, you know, I should get him on here before I, I give him a hard time about uh, uh, calling him. And shit, I, I was supposed to give him a heads up. Heads up. Going to call you right now. Um, I told him I'd let him know, like, hey, man, uh... I'm giving you a heads up. So this is all new for me, folks. Bear with me. Um, so I'm using Skype, and I'm going to give him a call. And it's ringing. Hello. Hi. Is Ben there? This is Ben. Hi, Ben. What's going on? Nothing. So I was just telling, I guess, the folks at home, have you ever done anything like this, like recorded something? I mean, I know you make your music, but have you ever talked to no one and then put it on the Internet? No. I mean, I guess I did some, like, like an intro one or two times when I did some of the, like the DJ mixes, but never, never just talking like about a subject. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I, I'm obviously struggling with it, but now that I have you here, I guess it makes it less weird or maybe more. Probably more. I think more. I think now you've sort of validated my obsession with this thing, which I appreciate. So thank you. Yeah, sure. But anyway, so yeah, so I was saying, I was sort of giving you a bit of an intro, and I realized I, I should have called you while I was doing it, and so I could have said it in front of you. So I was saying you are my friend. Your name is Ben. That's you, I, I know. And you live in Seattle. Um, we used to work together at Buck Wild, and we've been friends for a long time. I guess like six, maybe six years or so. Yeah, I think it's been. Yeah, I worked at Buck for almost four, and it's been two years since then. So yeah, six. Fuck. Sounds about right. You worked there that long? Yeah, close to it. Maybe like three and a half. Damn. We made a lot of shit. That's yeah, we sure. did. It was fun. So Ben and I became close, and the reason why I think it worked out so well is we didn't even work in the same office. We've probably only seen each other in real fucking life, what, maybe ten times? Uh, yeah, probably. Over like a couple years that we, I used to come down to SAC and you right. come up to Seattle. And I think the last time we saw each other was... And I came. I was still working at Buck. We went to Milady's. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a fun night, though. Anyhow, Ben obviously is a, a web developer and a designer, and has been a friend of mine for a while. And he's my first guest, so I wish I had sound drops. I, I, I was thinking I'd, I'd play like a round of applause or um, <laughs> something corny like that, but I don't. So just, just added in post production. I could do that, but I, I try not to fuck with these too much and. That might be above my engineering. Uh, wait till I get some interns. Yeah. And have a real operation here. They can put my drops in for me. An executive uh, assistant intern. Yeah. So one other thing that Ben does a lot of is he's a DJ and he's a really good one. And I really attribute to you, especially and Jeff, to getting me into like 
people say techno music and i think it's almost like people say rap music people even country music like unless you really kind of dig into it there's so many different subsets of it and i i don't think i like techno i, I think techno is like i mean techno is kind of a very it's like html5 or something it, it they just applied it to a bunch of different genres of electronic music in like the mid early 90s you know right so like actual techno is like a specific type of like 4-4 house music that mostly came out of detroit that's I, lo- I love that you used uh, a metaphor of HTML5, which is even more obscure to like <laughs> somebody else. But you just mean like a blanket term, so yeah, I, like Web, web 2.0 like was like just what, came to describe like everything like in a certain period of time of right. involved web technology. So sure, that's how I see. And I I always get really annoyed when I like go to, like the techno section in like a music shop, and it's just like every type of electronic music, and I'm like, oh god. But I don't know. It's better than uh, my my least favorite genre, which iTunes still uses, called Electronica, which is oh boy, completely meaningless. Um, Isn't that a band? No, that's <laughs> Elastica. Elastica, which probably is one of the only bands that could be placed under the Electronica tab, maybe like Lords of Acid or something, and it would be like totally appropriate. But um, yeah. Or even like garbage at one point, I might have thought, I guess they're more alternative or grunge or some shit. Yeah. Anyways, so here's well, here's a stupid thing that I want to do. Whenever I have somebody on, I want to like, I want to say, hey, tonight is Ben's music situation. And uh, just tell me something cool that you're listening to. I, always, I was going to say drum and bass is something you turned me on which i adore it's like when i listen to it i can work to it but it was like an acquired taste at first it was kind of abrasive but i guess like anything it's almost like once you get into it you start to see these like nuances in it and appreciate it for so much more which so thanks for that but otherwise i mean yeah tell me something something cool because another thing i'm going to do maybe is after i record these things like leave some notes. So if you mention a band or something cool, yeah, I'll put the link in the post so people can just click on it. But you only have sixty seconds. Oh, okay. Well, so, that's, that's a ridiculous amount of time to talk about music. Um, well, I was I was sending that link today to that mix of that uh, that Drankenstein mix, which is like the it was kind of a mashup of trance and like trap music, which is like kind of a southern like drug influenced like grungy you know s- southern rap. Yeah. So I was digging that all day, um, but like. Stuff I've been listening to lately is uh, like I got the new like Jimmy Edgar, and I'm really excited to go to the Decibel Festival in Seattle in September because he's going to be there. Um, the new Hot Chips amazing, um, and I've been listening to a lot of Lone lately, who kind of makes like electronic like instrumental hip hop. I would say hmm. um, uh, a band that I got into recently that is kind of older is uh, this group called Destroyer, who's led by this guy Dan Behar, who. It's kind of like spoken word almost the way he sings, but the the band is unreal. And I saw them live uh, at Showbox recently with this other band called Nurses, who is also really good. Hmm. So I've been listening to a lot of Nurses. Um, also, that's it. That, yeah. that, you're done. You're good. Done. Check that's all it. those guys out because they're good. That all sounds good. I mean, dude, but yes, but yeah. Yesterday, I spent the whole day listening to like Tru and uh, Soak the Shocker. So I, you know, I have my I have my my fallback. You Listen. know, rap rap music i know you love the southern rap that that that's your i'll be sure or something it speaks <laughs> it speaks to you yeah um but that's cool all that sounds good i mean dude you i love when i try to let you listen to music i'm like yo dude check this out 
and you're like, I know if you don't say shit, you listen to it and you're like, what the fuck is this? Um, but I, I don't care. Every once in a while, I, I send you something that you like, and I. The one you sent me the other day that was like instrumental. Oh yeah, with that awful name. Um, and so I wait. Here it is. I gotta see the whole name. And so I watch you from afar. Yeah. Yeah, that album was was really good. Yeah, I dug that too. But yeah, that name is fucking terrible. Right. It's uh, it's bizarre that they would even do that. Um, when I asked you today if there was anything off limits to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What, what did you think I was talking about? I don't know. No clue. Not at all. Probably. I mean, I would guess anything personal to do with my life, but... Anything in particular in your life that may have just happened that's sort of a big deal? Like a divorce? Maybe. Maybe. You think that's what I meant? Yeah. Um, um, that should, you know, I'm, I don't care. I'm kind of an open book right now. And, like, the divorce thing put me in a mindset of, like, you know, not kind of worrying about like what was happening in my life just kind of accepting things and being like very open to trying out new things. Cause I've, you know, been so long in the same mindset because of being married to someone that it's like this whole new experience again. And so I'm just totally being really open and, you know, for, for a little bit, it was almost like, uh, I'm not going to say no to anything. Like people like ask me to, to like hang out or do something, you know, I'm not going to be like, ah, I don't really feel like it tonight. I'm just going to be like, let's do it. You know? Right. Um, so, but yeah, the divorce thing, like I've been going through that for almost like nine months now and it should be finalized this week. I think like we should be officially divorced next week. It's, it's crazy, so, man. Yeah. I mean, I was- it feels new because like not many people know about it and it's like not actually, you know, I'm not actually divorced yet, but it's really been something that's been kicking around for a while. So, well, I can tell everyone knew as soon as she changed her last name back to her, her maiden name on Facebook. Is that like now? That's the new notifier, right? I mean, all of a sudden, yeah, it's, it's there. But I, I was just thinking, like, I'm 31. How old are you? You're like 30, right? 31. Oh, okay. Um, I just 31 at the beginning of June. That's right. But you're my first friend to, to get a divorce. And it sort of was, I think, one of those things where it was kind of sobering in terms of, like, when your first friend has a kid or something where it was like, you know this this shit happens and i was really proud of you man i know that sounds corny but like it took a lot of courage to sort of step it up and and, and i hate to say cut bait because that sounds awful yeah. but it i'm sure it wasn't easy so it's it's not easy no i mean no breakup is easy um thankfully you know we my wife and i actually did a crap load of therapy and it actually made like you know there was some some tough moments and some you know some shouting matches and stuff but like that therapy our year of therapy that we did made us very good at conflict resolution and so it was like uh hmm. we were both very honest about what what our expectations were and you know like so there was never there wasn't too many times where like we were like really like fighting all that much you know there were some disagreements on how we were going to split and stuff but for the most part it was like a like you feel good about this? Yeah, I feel good about this. Like I think this is the right thing to do for both of us. And so, like you know, now that's we're cool. that's cool. Yeah, I think that it it laid the path for us to be friends at some point. Um, so, you know, and we both have we have pets and stuff that we take care of together. Like I'm watching our cat. <laughs> right. We we kind of got to keep the relationship a little bit, you know, cordial. Civil. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Now that's I think you're probably alone in that where you could end on such good terms i mean that's i think a lot of times people get divorced when one other person still loves the other person and they want to hold on to it i mean you know that's 
that's when you have like the custody battles and the shout at you, throwing vase at someone's head. Yeah. Um, whatever. But or nice. the, the roses type shit. Right. Exactly. So tip of the hat to you. And you're right about therapy. I've I've given therapy a lot of thought. Like it's I. Best, it's the best thing ever. Like I don't. I think that everybody, even if like I, I and when we started like having like marital troubles or whatever, you'd always we'd always get these couples that would say stuff to us like we never fight. Like we're just right. And like, I'd be like, Oh, that's, that's really great. Happy for you guys. Like, but you know, deep down I would be like, you're full of shit. And then they would break up before us. So we'd be like, ha, ah. you know, right. Exactly. Uh, and, but whatever. I mean, I mean, it's hard, man. Yeah. The I therapy mean. thing like just really helps you communicate better whether, you know, and it, and it, I think actually like both Bridget and I agreed that if we hadn't gone into therapy, we would have not divorced and we would have been miserable. Because the therapy actually like made us like open up to each other and like kind of acknowledge some of the issues that were going on and yeah it was really it was really great. So. That's awesome. So the moral of, of Ben's tale: uh, listen to some great music, go to therapy, yeah. and and be a professional man about uh, <laughs> be a gentleman in your relationship. And uh, I'm glad it worked out. All right. Well, I guess I have to let you go. Um, thank you for being my first like virgin run here i hope i was gentle yeah um this will probably get less awkward i, I need i need I like a send-off music for my guests too um you're gonna have to again uh do it in post-production and i think i want like a tru song maybe like there they go what's tru that's like master p's like they had like that super group in like 90 like 5 maybe 94 where it was like basically it was like mystical yeah, it was like Sea Murder, Silk, and Master P. Like, you know, it was just like one, another No Limit. Like, they had like six million albums that they put out in like a two-year period. With, with like those crazy Photoshop covers. The pen and well, the the company that does those albums is called Pen and Pixel, the most amazing graphic design company ever uh, created. Nice graphic design. Um, yeah, you can check the Pen and Pixel site. I think it's just penandpixel.com, but they they're still doing their thing. Man. But yeah, um, but yeah. All right, well, find me a song. I do that right now. So when I edit this thing in like 20 minutes, I'll, I'll fucking juice that thing in. Is that cool? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go play some golf. Oh, for real? Yeah. I thought you're. Are you gonna find me a song, or are you gonna play golf? I'm gonna find you the song first, but that doesn't take long. Oh, okay, my friend. Thanks, Ben. Good night. All right, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye. All right. So that was that. I, I think that went pretty well. Um, Ben's a great guy. I I didn't purposely want to get him on just to talk to him about his divorce, but I I felt like I don't know. He kind of expected it, and he was super chill about that. And relationships are tough. <laughs> They're tough, kids. And I knew Ben would be honest. I think Ben's the kind of guy who you know where you stand with him, and for good. They're they're kind of. You know, there's not like this, oh, I'm just being honest. I didn't mean that snap to infer anything, but I think a lot of people hide behind that in a weird way. There's there's not all, not all honesty is good. It's, if it doesn't come from a good place, then you may as well lie. But I knew Ben would be honest, and I think that was always something that we liked about him uh, when I worked with him in particular is, you know, you don't want to be around somebody who's full of shit or always telling you what you want to hear. Those kind of people are lame. 
and Ben is not lame. He's a great motherfucking guy, and I was happy to share him with you. So, anyways, one thing that I I did want to mention is I was what was I th- I was thinking about this at the gym. Um, God, the gym is awful. I I no, I'm not going on. You know what? I'm gonna end this right. We're, we're at 25 minutes. Um, had a good chat with my friend Ben. I did a little thing in the beginning. Let's wrap it up. So, this has been episode five of the Save for the Show show, landmark edition, collector's edition, platinum edition, first guest, very exciting. Uh, good friend Ben, Type One Error. If you don't already follow him on Twitter, do that. I'll put it in the blog post. But once again, uh, save it for the show, Sift Show on Twitter. Ask me a question anybody you know maybe i can give some advice i was a psychology major before i went into advertising so instead of talking to liars all day i became one hey oh that's awful so i do like talking to people and trying my best to give advice so let me help you out uh <laughs> anyhow thanks for listening bye